another episode of Bits Over Broadway. Bits Over Broadway. Oh, I always get so excited to hear what you're going to say after. I choose it in the moment. It's very, it's very giving. It's giving improv. It's Stanislavski. It's Stanislavski. It's it's Meisner. It's Uda Hagen. (laughs) It's Stella Adler. It's Greta Gerwig. Okay, um, con, bon, yes. any biz? Um, no, because we already talked about in our Titanic episode. The, the <laughs> Double biz, header days. The, the biz that we needed to cover, so. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, let's dive right in because we have a guest a this guest. week. A return, return guest. Return, return, return. Return of the guest. Return the slab. <laughs> okay, we're going in two different directions. I love the energy already. Um, Stephanie Jurgens is back. Hi, Steph. Hi, Steph. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yes. Um, Welcome, Welcome to my Sunday home. <laughs> yes, yes, truly. Yes. I love having Can't you wait. for just the most unhinged, uh, like, concept musicals. Yes. <laughs> and in true fashion, we are talking about a jukebox musical yet again. Yeah. yeah. The only kind of musical I know. <laughs> Fair enough. This week, we are talking about American Idiot. Don't be an American idiot. I do. <laughs> yes. And the answer was, yeah. yeah. I can't believe it took us that, that long to long. get to the conclusion of, yes, this is the musical we should talk about yes. this time. Right. It really was. We it's were literally, literally right like months. We were we were discussing the other. <laughs> what can the stuff do? Ra- Razia's Shadow, which is also a pop punk musical. Yeah. And then we were like, and then literally one day, I don't even know, were we listening to American Idiot in the apartment or <laughs> no, anything like that? That sounds like, inaccurate. No, <laughs> it just like, I think I maybe listened to a song on the way home or something. Yeah. And I was like, why aren't we doing why this? Why don't we do this? Can I do this instead? <laughs> and we were like, yeah, yeah, actually, this was the sounds, answer all That sounds along. great. Um, I think the last time that I listened to this album, mm. I picked it up probably around the time it came out in 2004. The actual American Idiot yeah, by Green Day, not the musical, um, and listened to it for probably two months straight, and then oh, yeah, never absolutely. listened to it again. That's how except it, when "Wake Me Up When September Ends" came on the radio. Well, I mean, <laughs> it plays every little, September 11th like, for yeah, for forever and ever and ever. Yeah, yeah. so it was fun to revisit and go. Okay, I actually, do <laughs> love this music. It's controversial. You, mean you don't opinion, listen to it every really week good. like me. I don't. <laughs> I did like. I loved it so hard and so fast, oh, and yeah. then immediately was like. Never again. <laughs> Just oh did not God. stick. Did not stick. It's um. It's really I never a staple. Liked anything again. So. <laughs> Fair enough. It's true. We were before we were recording it was off mic. We were discussing Weezer um, and <laughs> our experiences with because we had roundabout talked about Hell Omega Tour, which mm-hmm. Steph and I attended last year, mm-hmm. and Weezer was there. God bless. Um, and I was discussing that I picked up the a Weezer album in 2005. And similarly to Green Day, I was like, this must be their first album. Good for this band. I love this. I new upcoming band. And then I was like, they're very old. <laughs> They've been making music for mm, a decade, conservatively. Yeah. Nothing. It meant oh, nothing to me. they're in their 20s. <laughs> I see. Yeah, like, I love that there's so much new music from new acts. It's a time to be alive. A renaissance of America. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, they're doing great work. They're going to go a lot of places. They're, they're gonna go far <laughs> these american idiot folks <laughs> beverly hills wow incredible what i can't wait to see what Absolutely. else they come up with <laughs> it's gonna be great Weezer. anyway okay connor <clears throat> um could you please hit us with some facts and fakes Darling, 
well, this is your facts and figs. Pandering. <laughs> that is pandering. That is pandering. Pandering to the host. <laughs> uh, American Idiot the Musical has music by the one, the only Green Day mm. with lyrics by Billy Joe Armstrong and a book by Billy Joe Armstrong and Michael Mayer. It's obviously based on the album American Idiot by Green Day. Uh, it originally had its like out of town at Berkeley Repertory Theater in September of 2009, and it got such like positive uh, feedback that it extended its run to November of 2009. It then transferred to Broadway in April of 2010 and ran until April of 2011 for a total of 421 performances. Uh, it had a bunch of tours from 2011 to 2014, including a national tour, um, uh, a UK tour, and a bunch of uh, international tours as well. It opened on the West End in 2015, and then it returned to the West End in 2016. And then there have been like dozens of international productions all over the world. Um, the original production was nominated for three Drama League Awards, didn't win any. Okay. Nominated for two Outer Critics Circle Awards, won one. Mm-hmm. Three Drama Desk Awards won one. Three Tonys, including Best Musical, but only won two, um, which it was for like Best Scenic Design and Best Lighting, I mm-hmm. think. And then it actually was an, also nominated for the uh, Grammy for Best Musical Theater Album, and it did win that Grammy. Okay. Um, and just in case you're not an <laughs> emo kid or a pop punk kid, <laughs> you don't know the story. And of I'm not sure idiot. why you're listening to this <laughs> don't podcast. Know why honestly, you would ever be here. Um, the story centers on three disaffected young men: Will, who must stay home to be with his pregnant girlfriend; uh, Tunny, who joins the military and goes off to war; and Johnny, who turns to drugs and battles with his inner demon, Saint Jimmy. Real Fight Club shit. Yeah, there. oh, it's full Fight Club. John Gallagher. Junior, mm-hmm. we're doing this again. Yes. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. I thought that guy looked so familiar. I'm like, yes. who's this little rat face? I know I don't <laughs> like him, but why? You don't like. Why do, we'll no. get into it. <laughs> I mean, we're into it. We can talk. Why do you why not don't like, you like John Gallagher John Jr.? Gallagher Jr.? I don't like his face. I don't trust him. Um, looks, well, looks like a weasel. What do you have against uh, a... little rat face boys? <laughs> don't. I don't trust them, Connor. <laughs> I don't trust a narrow-faced man. This uh, works for this musical, though. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Yeah, I, I shouldn't like it. Okay, and also because I always get John Gallagher Jr. confused with John Paul Reynolds of Search Party. So uh, I want to be attracted mm-hmm. to him. I'm like, oh, it's that hot guy. And then I and look him like, up and I'm oh, like, it's, absolutely it's not, that. not that hot guy, actually. <laughs> not that hot guy. I was wrong. I was wrong all along. Um, okay, let's... First, I would like I would love to dive in a little bit to your history stuff with American Idiot slash Green Day slash Punk slash let's okay, so. uh, an abridged version. This will be yeah, yeah, yeah. one hour long. Perfect. This is the rest win. of the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I think when my love of Green Day started, I for a very long time I didn't know that it was Green Day that I loved because mm-hmm. my dad would make like mixtapes and stuff to play in the car Mm -hmm. and I would always be obsessed with like certain songs of course and it was always Green Day songs Mm -hmm. Um, and then American Idiot came out and I was like oh this is my everything that was 2000 what year did that album come out 2004 Um, and I think it was fall 2004 so Mm -hmm. I would have just been entering my freshman year of high school Mm -hmm. so like what a time to be alive for a freshman correct um you're the maddest you'll ever be. And then you get American, and then you get American Idiot. Idiot. God bless. <laughs> yep. Hell yeah. And then so I was like listening to it, listening to it. And then like just going through my dad's lexicon of CDs. I was like, oh, here's a Green Day album. And here's a Green Day album. And here's a Green Day album. And I would start listening to those. And I was like, 
I know this song and this is my favorite song and this is my like right. mm-hmm. so it was like an extreme love of Billy Joe Armstrong from of the course. beginning and yeah. I just like didn't know it until American Idiot and then like that right. track yes um so that's a brief love it little yeah. Um, and did, then that opened the doors to the rest of pop punk or was <laughs> pop punk already there? Um, I think it was all kind of happening at the same time mm-hmm. because Fuse. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. VH1. Yeah. And like, that's what I did after because school. Fuse. Fuse. Like no other sentence <laughs> needed to love it. Um, Literally. But like. Honestly, American Idiot. Fuse. Yeah. Like, oh God, Truly. A it true was, loss for culture. It was my after school activity. Yeah. When I wasn't at. Any other after school activity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I didn't do my other extracurriculars. Right. <laughs> I don't remember if I said this on mic or not, but I, I this was one, this was an album I certainly got off LimeWire. Like, oh. 1000% uh-huh. I illegal. I can't imagine that my mother would have purchased this for me had I asked. Oh, absolutely not. Um, it seems it had an e controversial an ex, a, a um what yeah. is an explicit they don't sticker. do sticker. Um, yeah. unexplicit albums they don't edit their albums yeah no not at all yeah so. no so i can't imagine that it would have come across in a legal way to me sure um <laughs> this Fun was fact about dookie's album yes um when they originally did the printing of it there mm-hmm. was a Ernie on the back crowd surfing. Oh my god! And a grandma bought that album for her <gasps> grandchild. And didn't know about of Ernie. It. And there was a huge thing, so they had to remove Ernie from the back of the. Oh album. my god! In <laughs> because I love these boys. Just like yeah, an extremely explicit <laughs> album for like. A, a child. Oh my god! <laughs> Dookie was not apparently the giveaway. No, <laughs> she's not like, at all. Yeah. Not caught up on the slang of the time. And if you look at the front of the album; it's like wild. Exactly, <laughs> it looks like a nuclear explosion. Yeah. She was literally doing like "Where's Waldo?" but for the one good thing a to justify percent. purchasing. This. A like, I don't this think any person's music. Center. Right? <laughs> Wasn't there a whole thing where like they couldn't get sold at Walmart for a while because Walmart wouldn't sell yeah, explicit they, yeah. albums? Yeah, or. I don't or know. They, or was it? I don't remember. I feel like I read about that. That in seems sellout. right. Yeah. Maybe. Did they get Dixie chicked or did everyone just say like, no, it's probably fine because you guys do that kind of fuck the man music anyway. Yes. Uh, they did allowed. not get Dixie chicked. Not, well, because yeah. they're from San Francisco. So, yes. Yeah. Got they it. They got re- liberal they, hippies. Yes. Yeah. They had more of like the sellout. Yes. Like a okay, lot of, I do a lot of people feel like got, I remember like, hearing yeah. that like this was the album that everyone was like, okay. Meanwhile, I was like, amazing. Well, yeah. so like <laughs> I just read uh, Dan Otzi's sellout last year and uh, when they were like coming up. Sorry, and could you say that author again? Dan Otzi. Definitely thought you said Dan Nazi. So oh, no, glad no, no. you Or maybe clarified. it's Dan Ozzy. It's like O-Z-Z-I or something <laughs> like, like that. I don't know how to Dan that. Nazi. <laughs> Dan Nazi. No. But um, Green Day was like accused of being a sellout because like this was a time in punk music when like uh, they knew that like pop punk was like starting to become a genre that people were really interested in. And um, the major record labels were like. Be pop punk. Like basically like stealing people from the scene. And then there was like. A whole fucking like turf war over like you're a sellout, you're not. And mm-hmm. like Green Day essentially got blacklisted from their local scene because they signed a major record label. Oh, when, with I Dookie. Mean, you got something good, you got something good. And uh, yeah, like, people, exactly. Yeah. Mm, like, That's they, the whole reason you get into music, right? They wanted to <laughs> like, sell out and make money too. Right. <laughs> they wanted to like, uh, when Dookie was um, 
like originally being released, they wanted to do like kick off their tour at the very first venue they ever played in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And that venue was like, you cannot, you are not allowed to play here because yeah. you, you're like sellouts essentially. Punks. Yeah. I mean, basically you're never going to find a more pedantic group of people. <laughs> Producer Mitch And nodding. I say that as somebody who listens to that music. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I did not realize that it was because they had signed a major label. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. I don't know what I thought. Did they change their look too? Did he do the the mm. eyeliner like that pre-American no, Idiot? I think it was just like a natural progression. Yeah, though. Okay. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, American Idiot was like the first album that I ever owned personally. Amazing. My parents actually bought it for me. Go off. <laughs> yeah, a thousand. Thank percent. you, Tammy. <laughs> Thank you, Tammy. <laughs> and to bounce off of that, American Idiot was the first concert that I had ever yes. went to. And my chemical romance <laughs> opened for them, which was fantastic. Um, so and I jealous. went with my dad and my friend Kelly. <laughs> so my dad took me. To- Amazing. That's yes. awesome. God bless. Green Day okay. puts on a fucking great show. They I really do. That. They really do. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. So come I'll, next time. I'll just say. I'll be there. <laughs> Steph will be there. Come find her. I'll just say right off the bat, this show to me was yes. kind of like, it's great that they did it. Yeah. Why would I listen to this when I could just listen to the album? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, to the original. I get that. Album. And <clears throat> also the songs are the songs in the same order or are they out of order? Some of them are out of yeah. order and you also have they 20, are, 21st yeah. century breakdown fused into it. They, right. They use 21 Guns and Do You Know Your Enemy from 21st Century Breakdown. And Last of the American oh, Girls yeah, is the American like Girls. spliced with She's a Rebel which yeah. I have feelings about. Okay. Um, but we can <laughs> yeah. get into that a little later. But it's mostly American Idiot. Which I think is interesting because it, American Idiot, the album, is a concept album. Yeah, so it in, is supposed to like be telling the story. Right. Of, so in theory, you would keep the songs in that same order? Isn't yeah, that the I sort think, of point? I think for like, since you have three different storylines mm-hmm. going on, yeah. the way that to make it all cohesive, some of the changes make sense. And mm-hmm. like putting in the 21st, like the way the story flows when right. you watch it um, kind of makes it better. But yes. there's like a few things where I was like, why? Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. It's very much because like much like the way that a concept album is like there, there it's telling a story, but it's also not, it's mostly just songs that are like thematically linked essentially yeah. mm-hmm. they, I feel like what they were trying to do was like make, take that structure and just Jerry rig it to yeah. a, um, a musical, which kind of doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It kind of doesn't. And it kind of does. Yeah. 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 Like there's a lot of points where I'm like, Oh yeah, that makes yeah. really good. Yeah, That's a really good there were there were certainly yeah. great moments. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah for sure. There's Let's, a reason why it like had a year long run. Yeah, it did well. I yeah. feel like and Christopher Isherwood at the times was like, it's very energetic, it's very fun. You'll mm-hmm. have a great time. Oh man, yeah. what was the like? There was a quote <laughs> that he had. It's it was in the Wikipedia that I, I read, but it, it was like something about. A pulsating portrait of wasted youth that invokes all the standard genre conventions only to transcend them through the power of its music and the artistry of its execution. Yeah. A pulsating portrait of wasted of youth wasted is just youth. a little like youth. So true. So true. Kiss that I liked. Um, <laughs> I thought it was interesting to do three different people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked that they were pulling all the early aughts threads. So mm-hmm. you've got 
the war. You've got uh, um, like opioid crisis beginnings, mm-hmm. be- the, the beginnings beginning of, of the, the opioid yeah. crisis, kind of like before it really was named. Right. Um, and then I guess just always evergreen uh, teen, teen pregnancy, pregnancy. <laughs> teen pregnancy, and like unplanned pregnancy troubles. Yeah. <laughs> Whether to abort or not. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's um, the question. I think it was. I, I also. Uh, the choice to do this completely sung through or nearly sung through yeah. 99% sung through was <clears throat> a choice. They I certainly did choose that. I don't know if it necessarily works. Um, I think it really makes like the character moments suffer because it doesn't allow mm-hmm. for like character growth or development. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like it because 90 minutes, no intermission. <laughs> yeah. And we do love music. The music of music. Exactly. And, and it's fun to listen to. Show it. don't tell. There's a lot of showing. There's so a lot much of showing. showing. Absolutely. Yeah, you do miss a lot. If you're not paying attention. If you're not watching. Yeah, it absolutely. Visually. Mm-hmm. I had to like backtrack a couple times because I would be, if when I was taking yeah. my notes and I was like looking away. Yeah. We watched a bootleg. If you're not. No, I did. the. I made that mistake the first um, maybe 10 minutes of the yeah. show. I was like, oh, I can just have it on and I'll be glancing at the screen, but I'm going to do other stuff while I listen. And right. then I was like, oh, OK, now I'm this. just no. listening to American Idiot. I have no fucking clue what's going on in the show. Right. Had to read the Wikipedia for the songs that I had listened to. Exactly. And then I was like, OK, so now I really actually have to watch and pay it. Right. Which. You know, that's on me. That's yeah. on Coach Tracy. I'll take the L for that. But I think <laughs> I'd like that was surprising how much I thought maybe I would get. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought I thought there would be talking. I guess. Yeah. But there is not. The little. Not. Very There's little. Very little. I think just I Johnny wonder like talks. how much. Yeah. And it's like diary entries. Right. Yeah. It's like the date and then maybe a sentence or two. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So I think that Probably was like the Probably to show intention. the passage of time mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it kind of is like a staged music video. I thought the exact same thing. It feels like a like a ninety minute long music video for the album, which I'm not mad about. No, yeah, I mean, I would pay to go see that. Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I my thing with the um, the bootleg that we watched, which number one, the production value of that bootleg, amazing, but. Also wildly varied. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's what I'm well, talking about. Like, because they like had they I were coming they at you like, from different angles. They had different cuts from like. <laughs> I think it was not like I think it was one person who found a bunch of different. Who found a bunch of different. It's a fan yeah. cam for sure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but I thought the editing on it was like great. Pretty yeah, decent. That's like, sort. Of, that's like what I mean. Yeah. I like the camera yes. work. Obviously, is bad because it's a bootleg. Sure. But like. I was like, oh, we're getting different angles. We're mm-hmm. seeing splices from Broadway.com videos. Yeah. Like it was, it was, when those popped up. It was yeah. pretty like, great. Because it would be like grainy home yes. video handheld cam. And then all of a sudden like HD. HD, yeah. <laughs> oh, and there was like one oh. point where they were like filming from backstage before the curtain rose, which was yeah. weird. And I was like, okay, this is amazing. Yeah. But my favorite part of watching it was during American Idiot when I'm like, when we're watching them like do all the like choreography and they're singing all these songs. And I'm in my head, I'm thinking of seeing Green Day live mm-hmm. at Hell yeah. Mega. And I'm like, I have moshed to this song. I have danced to this song with my friends. And then they pan to the audience and everyone is just sitting there like stone faced. <laughs> Waiting to see. Well, um, so when I was watching the, um, the, the oh the documentary documentary thank you my brain was not it's working fine. <laughs> um, I was watching the documentary and I think it was Billy Joe that was sitting in the audience okay and he heard somebody say 
I think this is based on like a band or something. Oh my God. So opening night, there were people there that had no idea who oh, Green Day was. I yeah. believe it. Like just there to see a Broadway musical show. Right. Broadway mm-hmm. show that got really good reviews in Berkeley and right. here we go. And I, I mean, to be fair, uh, Green Day's target audience is not <laughs> is necessarily not, not Broadway. Broadway. But <laughs> they were able to reach like a whole new fan base. That's yeah. very true. Absolutely. Via this medium. And as we've discussed, the punk to theater kid <laughs> pipeline is strong and it is Very real. Very strong. And so this is just in service of there, that, I do believe. There are mm-hmm. two examples sitting in this room. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Paul, well, I think I, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. punk first theater. Yeah, or is punk it theater? To theater. Either way, there's yeah. a connect. There's always there's a, a there's a little bit of connection. there's always a back and forth. I yeah. think yeah, same yeah. with me. My first my first album was from another cork yeah. tree. Oh like, my god, yeah. I would absolutely. not say I'm a punk in the way that you guys are, but I definitely like dabbled in pop punk yeah, as a youth. you know you know. Um, I had a you big poster of the Fall Out Boy you Rolling did Stone see cover. Fall Out Boy live. <laughs> and I, I did. Are you saw Fall Out Boy live with me? I did. I've seen them a couple times. I've seen them with Mish. I've seen them with you. I love them. Fuck! How am I the only person in this room? You didn't live there <laughs> you didn't we went to jones and there Beach. was the brothel it's, it's insane that uh you all have seen fall boy live and yet i am the one with the fall boy tattoo <laughs> it's true it's true <laughs> stephanie and i fixed ourselves up some vodka lemonades oh my god we got on a bus we drove to jones beach we were immediately jones humbled beach. by the fact that every person around us was minimum 10 years younger than us. Yeah. And we oh, were really? young at the time. We, yes, yeah. we were beautiful. We're hot. And then <laughs> I could not imagine going down. Years. And we were like jamming to like from under the court tree and the people around us were like silent. It, not I think it had to, was it was around right the time of like, be- no, 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 it was American. Um, we're not that old. Um, <laughs> no, we, no, Folio Do was like 20, like that came out when I was in like Folio Do came out my yeah, senior we, year. Of we lived in New York already. Oh, at this right, point. right, right, That's right. right. I think, I think it might've been around the time of like, it was American big hero six song happened. American beauty, American psycho. It was after that. Wow. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. It would have been, that came out in 2015. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, so that so that sense. was the album that they were all super Aware familiar of. with. Okay, gotcha. Like Centuries was the big yeah. yes, yes. song. And wow. yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Which is not the follow boy I know or respect. So yeah, <laughs> So we were both kind of like Oh, okay. All right. Um, <laughs> we were rocking out to most of the <coughs> concert, and yeah. then these right. kids would rock out to like one song. One song. Um, classic. Oh, my God. Okay. But anyway. I- iconic. Iconic. Back to American the topic idiot. at hand. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was really funny because I'm like so – because like I was saying, I was like, oh, yeah, like – the audience should be living right now. Right. They should be getting there. Like, yeah. I was fully expecting like a we bat out of hell. We need a church. A bat out of hell. Yeah. Like a, yeah. yeah. And it was just stone faced. Everyone not being interested. like, what is this? I would yeah. find it hard to not. It would like, also be like, I mean, like. Bounce along. Right. I was like jamming while it was playing. Yeah, same. Like, I sang along to the entire show. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't see how you couldn't. I right. really don't. Like, it's just so. I, I guess know. you don't if you don't know it. I guess that's, that's true. true. Yeah, that's so true. Um, but it's all like energetic. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so good. I don't know. I I thought the decision to break into three stories was worked in some moments, didn't work in others. I also felt like even though I liked where they were going with the threads, like some of it was a little bit overwrought for me. Um, 
I feel I think that's because of the time aspect. Because yeah. it, it, again, it's 90 minutes. They're moving they're really, really quickly. quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because there's no dialogue, you're not getting a lot of character moments. Yeah, you're so, right. It's yeah. 90 minutes and you have at least two songs that are 10 minutes long. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so truly. So yeah, it's you're just moving so quickly from character moment to character moment. So I think like if they had maybe built it out a little bit more and like allowed those moments to thrive, mm-hmm. it could have worked a lot better. Yeah. In my I opinion. wonder if they did that. I mean, it probably would have been great because we had Michael Mayer, Spring right. Awakening, genius at hand developing the book. Yeah. But I wonder if we did that, would it lose some of the essential green dayness that probably. would like, mm-hmm. yeah. that makes it so great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it definitely would have. But it might have been a better musical. Yeah. <laughs> true. <So>. That's <laughs> true. Trade offs. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I felt very, yeah, it just felt very surface level to me in a way that I, a lot of the stuff felt very like rote and Mm. kind of tropey. And I get it because you don't have a book, you don't have dialogue. So you do have to kind of fall back on those cliches, those tropes to communicate Mm. the message because that's, you just don't have the opportunity to do it. But it does sort of, for for me, it flattened the like very serious shit that they were talking about. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I wonder how it would have been in the theater. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Like if you're being like hit with it in the face, because like that is a very jarring, like, scenery the oh, set yeah. and is like cool that's really cool so that's cool some of the stuff that like gross. goes on mm-hmm. even though it is just like trope yeah. yeah it's still like horrifying and if you like when they're at war yeah and you're in the theater and there's like flashes going off mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that might have brought about a different spe- experience absolutely. than watching it on like totally. a computer or tv screen or oh, phone absolutely. totally and i almost wonder because like this was this is media that takes place within like the bush era mm-hmm. we've kind of we are now what 20 years removed from that Holy yeah shit. oh my god so <laughs> oh sorry god. sorry to time fucking never stops age us. what the fuck <laughs> but like we we are so far removed from that era and we've kind of like rehashed yeah. it a lot in pop culture so mm-hmm. maybe watching it now feels a little like mm-hmm. oh we've done this before mm-hmm. yeah whereas like maybe back then if you were sawing it yeah. or if you or if you saw it it would feel a little more fresh mm-hmm. we've yeah. seen we've just seen so much uh horror yeah. <laughs> so many horrors since absolutely i mean like how like... many movies have we made about the iraq war like yeah. yeah i did have like a moment when i was watching it where i was like i wonder what this would be like if it was like revived and then it would have to be tweaked a, oh yeah a absolutely. ton but like to like put in the tiktok era and like oh, yeah. ha- like yeah show use these songs to show the world now through that lens. And yeah. I think that would be really interesting. That would be really interesting. Um, and I that think. would definitely be like yeah. something that they would have to flesh out more than yeah. a diary. But well, because like the American idea is all about like how mass media like affects people. Right. And mm-hmm. TikTok is the new mass media. Exactly. Essentially. So yeah, I was just like, mm, this would be really interesting, but who, I doubt that that would ever happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be really cool, but yeah, I think you'd have to get Billy Joe Armstrong on board with that. <laughs> I'll call him. There we go. <laughs> Hello, I, Billy Joe. <laughs> BJ, you there? Um, I did think that uh, the, I really enjoyed the portrayal of the like scumbagginess of the suburban oh, kids. Yeah. Like I mm-hmm. just, not to, I mean, you know, I love my housewives, but I was really, Mitch and I have started another 
franchise. We started Orange County, the oh original. God, the original. Um, and one of the wives' sons, Ryan, uh, Ryan, uh, Tamara Barney's son, Ryan, <coughs> is like perfect, pitch perfect, scummy, early aughts dude. Like he oh, yeah. is Jesus of suburbia. Mm-hmm. Like he's boots who down. About. Yeah. And it just, it's so funny because you can, it's not funny, it's devastating and sad but like you can watch the trajectory the trajectory of him on the show like line up with this show i feel like i feel like he is the will character where yeah. he's like stuck in the suburbs. yeah where he's like thinks he's too good for it thinks he's better than it and then like gets Nothing some girl happened. pregnant yeah. and he's stuck and he's trapped there and it fucking ruins his life because yeah. he can't escape it and he becomes like the things that he hates the most right um the story but of suburbia. It was, yeah, I just really appreciated. I thought they did a really nice job of um, doing that. And also they fucking nailed the costuming. Those oh, the costuming were triggering. Great. The scene where I'm skipping ahead. I'm sorry. The no, scene okay. where, um, gosh, she is leaving him. too much too late. Yes. Um, or too much too little. Whatever. Too much too soon. I too think. much too soon. Um, um, where, where she's leaving. Will's girlfriend is leaving. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's in like, several many layered tanks yep. the friend is in a, a several many layered tanks yep. with a hoodie uh-huh. i was like i this is perfect <laughs> the costuming yes. is pitch fucking perfect it was for a, the era it was literally like i was watching and i was like i wore that every day yeah all of was her name's clothes. i'm still sort of oh kind of God. wearing that Amazing. so i can't wait to start talking about this cast because yeah let's, oh, yeah, talk. let's talk let's dive in this, let's do it i think it's very very well cast mm-hmm. oh yeah absolutely um my main issue at first because like i listened to the album and i was like oh, god i really just can't get it. i couldn't get into john gallagher jr's voice mm-hmm. until boulevard of broken dreams because i think he's <laughs> better suited for like a more acoustic i think so too yeah yeah and like especially in jesus Jesus of suburbia he gets so nasally and i'm like Mm -hmm. oh my god why yeah and it like i feel that but michael esper as well and like i had like a huge crush on michael esper for (laughs) a period of time (laughs) of course (laughs) i thought that was just a a chef's kiss um Mm -hmm. and then I think Stark. Sorry, who is he? Who is Michael Esper? He's Will. He's, He's Will. Will. Okay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh that little was, scumbag. Was Stark Sands the Stark Sands Tunny in the bootleg? Was yeah, he was yeah. Tunny on Broadway. Right. So there was like somebody <laughs> before him at Berkeley, and he was recast because they really wanted like somebody who was truly had that all American look, right? Um. And I absolutely love his storyline. I mean, it's it's a horrible storyline. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely mm-hmm. horrifying. Um, because, you know, I, I think it's kind of like if I had a big brother, it would be my big brother's generation yeah. of mm-hmm. that, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was just a little bit older than yeah. us. Yeah. It yeah. was like, just those were bit. the people that were, like, going to war yeah. at mm-hmm. 18 absolutely. and, like, yeah, having all of these horrible fucking things happen to them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but I think like he is the, like, even though he comes out, they all come out extremely marred, but I think he comes out in the best position. Mm. Because he meets, um, the extraordinary girl. Yes. And he like, and he kind of like is able to cope with, or like, he's not, not cope, but like essentially like he he's like more whole. Yeah. And like Mm -hmm. embrace his trauma essentially. Yeah. 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 I get that. I think that one 
I think that storyline worked the best for me. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that one was the most developed and most cohesive. I also kind of feel like, and I don't like, I kind of attribute each storyline to one of the members, members of Green Bay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that would definitely make sense. Yeah, because like Johnny is. Billy Joe. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't know the other two. So I would say Will matter. would probably be more like along the tray route. Yeah. And then, which is really funny because he's the one that wrote um, Rock and Roll Lifestyle. Okay. Or like that song that's in Homecoming. Yeah. And like Will, <laughs> it's like spun <laughs> back on him because. Um, yeah. He's already there. Uh, or- when they're singing it, it's like his new or his girlfriend's new guy is yes. singing it to him. Yes. And I think that's really funny. And then I feel like, um, Mike is kind of tunny mm-hmm. just because of like the dude, the sense of duty that he has and like mm-hmm. being the base of yes. the band and like, he's the rock. He's the soldier. Yeah. No, he's the soldier he of the band. The <laughs> he keeps them plugging along. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, um, I, I was going to say, I think, talking about the storylines a little bit more will's storyline is the weakest just mm-hmm. because we don't yeah. spend enough time with well, him. well yeah, yeah and i think that's one where they relied on the tropes so much Absolutely. that they didn't do any like you get it he yes. got his girlfriend knocked up and now his life fucking and now sucks he's shit. stuck in the suburbs and like, it sucks okay yes but like right. could yeah, we give it a little move more off the couch the no, whole time he's on he's, that and like set that's piece the point the entire right yeah. but but i don't think like the Wikipedia is like, oh, his girlfriend is tired of him drinking and getting high. And I was like, she, the scene that I saw with them is she sits on the couch pregnant, drinks his beer, right. puts it back. She doesn't at any point to me feel fed up or over no. it or like, like genuinely, like there's maybe one moment mm, after she has the baby, he's playing the guitar and she like tries to interact with him and he, and he like, pushes, kind, her, away. Yeah, pushes yeah. her away. But it doesn't. To me, feel like there is a moment, enough. and I don't know which song it's in, but they're like kind of in the background. They're not the forefront of it. I think a lot of their story happens in exposition behind the other two stories that are going on. Mm-hmm. So maybe like what we were watching, it was focused on the main thing, and then you're like yeah. missing stuff to the side. I did not realize sense. that was happening until because there was like some pushing <laughs> going on. Where song, yeah. like okay. whenever they, whenever he gives which heroin, heroin to, to what's her name. Uh, <laughs> Last night on Earth, Last where night. they're like, where they do that beautiful, oh, yeah, yeah, beautiful yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, that's that was the first time I realized that other stuff was, was also happening, on the happening side. simultaneously. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think you're right. I think there probably was development that we just didn't get to it's see insane. because it's bootleg and that's how it works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I felt like Tunney's was the most developed. I really liked the character Saint Jimmy. Yeah. Um. And I thought that was good. I hated Johnny, like, throughout consistently. And I, I know he has a weasel face, so I was primed to hate him. Well, of course. But I just felt like I didn't care for his voice. I didn't care for him as just, like, a character that I was supposed to be paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, I just – it wasn't working for me for whatever reason. So I think Tunny was the best, like, most interesting yeah. piece for me and the, the most like well-developed and thought out. Yeah. But I think that makes sense because I think that they have the most, to me, American Idiot is a very anti-war <laughs> Oh, it album. Yeah, is. 100%. Like, it absolutely is. And so I think that that makes the most sense. I think that's the strongest yeah. like that's messaging the strongest from too. the yeah. album. So yeah. I think that that makes sense that they, like, that that is the most thought out, like well-developed. Absolutely. I mean, American Line. Idiot is, was 100% their um, reaction to the invasion right. of, 
Iraq and Afghanistan. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I did not realize at the time I was like, oh, right. I love this album. <laughs> yeah. You were, um, when you're 13, you're like, yeah. this fucks. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. And it did. And it and did it fuck. Did and fuck. it still does fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I was the cool kid on the fuck. bus. Yeah. And it <laughs> continues to fuck. Aye, aye. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a dick and a salute. Um, tell, but did, who, I don't know who played What's Her Name. Rebecca Naomi Jones. Yes. She's. Speak on it. The she's best, awesome. She's the best part of the show for me. She's like, really good. She's so amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know her from Smash. <laughs> and um, so they did Berkeley. Okay. Yes. And then when um, they found out they were going to Broadway, when they were at the Grammys performing mm-hmm. okay. with Green Day. Yeah. Um, so if you have a moment to like watch the Grammy performance, it's so beautiful because it starts with her oh, that's and awesome. they sing 21 guns. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, it's like her and then the extraordinary girl sings part of 21 <laughs> guns and then, um, Billy Joe kind of comes in with the band and like, it's, okay. oh my God, it's so beautiful. Amazing. Um, but they found out that they were going to Broadway right before they went on. So they got awesome. to announce to the Grammys that they were going to Broadway. That's so cool. Um, and I think I when, just got chills. <laughs> I, I know it was such a cool moment. Um, I think when Green Day was initially asked to perform at the Grammys, Billy Joe was like, yeah, we're, we'll do it with my cast. <laughs> and That's fucking that amazing. Like, so great. Yeah. He's, he's, he's awesome. A, we love him. He's, he's a, a treasure and an angel. He's a treasure and an angel. Um. Anyway, so she's great, yeah. and she has uh, the confidence to wear her little undies on stage. And I salute you. You're braver than the troops. Yeah. This <laughs> show is so just naked. It's Everyone really is constantly in their underwear, and there I'm obsessed. Is a shot where I want to say it might be the end of Favorite Son. Or in during favorite son, where in the bootleg, uh, it is just a like full on grinder profile pic of just a du- headless <laughs> dude in tight white underpants, like crotch front and center, and it's washed out to hell. Like I was like, the cinematography here is unbelievable. Amazing. It's the best. <laughs> so my, funny. My thing about favorite son was like. I was sitting there watching it. And I'm like, you don't want to be in the military. You just want to fuck men. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to be famous. You just want to be famous and you want to have sex with men because you're attracted to men. Yeah. Like, just have sex with a man and don't go to war. <laughs> That's my. I've been saying it. I've been saying it. That is my solution to the war issue. We tried that and then we got people to judge. So well, we can't do that anymore. Oh, man. <laughs> it's not allowed. Talk about a little rat man. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Full circle, baby. Um, No, it's okay. So let's uh, chat a little bit about Boulevard of Broken Dreams. I feel like that is the song. That's kind of when they all like go their own way. Right. Or am I wrong? They're they're already. No, holiday is when they're on the bus. Right. Out of town. Okay. I mean, I think honestly, should we just start at the top? Because we haven't really like. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Because yeah. should, should we take a break American maybe at first and then and then just talk about the show before we talk about mm, the show. Yeah. That's bold, but I like it. Yeah, let's take a break. Okay. Okay, we're back with Act Two. 
And by, the, by which I mean, let's start talking let's about the show from the beginning. <laughs> um, okay, kicking it off with the titular song, American Idiot. Yes. Sung by the company. Brilliant. Yes. <laughs> Show-stopping. I kind of before. actually like the choice to not have the main characters mm-hmm. perform right off the bat. Yeah, like have it just be like an ensemble number. Yeah. I did. I, I will say I did not go back to watch the shit that I missed. I just picked it up from mm, uh, okay. wherever I was. So I didn't so see any of it. While all the wild <laughs> shit is happening, they, the three main boys, have their backs to the audience mm-hmm. and they're watching the TV. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So they're like absorbing the mass media. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah, right. Blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just have chaos. Yeah. And it's beautiful. It. In the background. It's fucking awesome. Um, the set is really cool. Like with the TVs on the walls. Mm-hmm. I am going to say though, it is giving um, rent redux. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something that was interesting about the scenic design is mm-hmm. the scenic designer, when she was putting all of the stuff in, would put in little things that only the actors could see. Oh, cool. So they had like hmm. little secret memories and things in the walls. That's cool. awesome. Um, to I kind of like theater. help along their like character development yeah. and do like cool little secrets for them. Um, I love theater so fucking much. Because like <laughs> if you watched her like putting it all together, there's yeah. so much that you don't see. Yeah. And there's like, little notes on like the side of Will's couch or something that like were things that he wrote down. Cause he was supposed to be like an aspiring yeah. musician and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, that's so cool. Thoughtful. Yeah. Thoughtful. Thoughtful. Thank your tech people. They, the unsung heroes of the shows. Yes. Except for on this podcast where we're like, we love you. We love <laughs> you so much. Kisses, kisses, kisses to kisses, all kisses, of our kiss. tech friends. Hear that producer. And Mitch? I can't deny yeah, we the said fact kiss. you like me. <laughs> Right now. You can go back to playing chess on the phone. Yeah, you can ignore us now, as all tech does. Um, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's really great. Um, I do think I was watching the choreo, and I could hear the choreographer in my mind say, you guys don't have to be on beat. (laughs) (laughs) Do whatever. What you will. Yeah, just like, you can be a little lazy with it. Right. Because it's like giving you kind it's like kind of giving you moshing, but it's also like very musical theater choreography. Yeah, it's a weird juxtaposition of like knowing what chaos and being at a punk show is and then watching it be like a musical number where they're like and then you punch this guy here. Right. (laughs) And now we're doing a stag leap and oh, there's ballet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like very much a weird juxtaposition of the two because but it it works. For what they're going for. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because it gives like, especially with like the way that like the dancers are, like I said, kind of being a little lazy. They're a little offbeat uh, Mm -hmm. or a little behind the beat. Mm. Uh, It gives that like chaotic feel to Mm -hmm. the musical theater number. Yeah. So. It's a banger. Yeah. Um, Okay. Looks like Jesus of Suburbia is one, two, three, four, five songs mixed together. Yes. Yes. Incredible. And that's kind of where we are introduced and also get a bunch of story happening. A lot of exposition. Um, If you're not paying attention to it, you miss it. Because we meet Johnny, Jesus of Suburbia, right right at the top. And Mm -hmm. then his two friends. And they're like, oh, like this world sucks. uh, Suburbia Mm -hmm. sucks. Let's get out of here. My mom left me the money. Fucking bitch. (laughs) My mom left me the money. Fucking bitch is a great line. so fucking funny. I went and stole. I did. No, I borrowed it. I borrowed it. She led it to me. She gave it to me. Fucking bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So fucking funny. I could not stop laughing about it. But I mean, like. 
we all had those oh, moments yeah, as true, though. kids, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. 100%. Where we're like, oh, my mom cares about me. Fuck. God Stop. damn it. <laughs> so, so embarrassing. Oh. I will say this was one of the points where I turned around to actually look at the screen and then just saw a woman with a pregnancy test. And I was like, we have leapt quite a bit. <laughs> yes. So, somehow so, there is a major storyline yes. happening and I have only been listening to a song and a half. <laughs> so... I don't care is kind of where they're like, yes, um, deciding that they're going to leave. Yeah. And then uh, dearly beloved comes in and that's where she has and a pregnancy she test. And that like, yeah. that's like, hmm, sorry, yeah. not you. You can't come. And then tales from another broken home. The end of the juices of suburbia saga is well being <laughs> like, I can't come because right. I can't abandon this child. Right. And, do what my father did to me or whatever. Essentially, yeah. The, like, vibe is. Right. So then we, like, zoot into Holiday. Right, which is them on the bus with all the other disaffected yes. you. Which is mm-hmm. such a really fucking cool moment, it turning really that is. scaffolding into a, into bus, a bus, and he's, like, standing cool. on it. Like, that was really yeah. cool. Um, which is, like, one of, the, uh, one of the reasons I really liked the um, set design, because they really utilize all of the scaffolding. They're on every fucking yeah. inch but like, of that set. But, like, not just, like, the way that an actor normally would, where they're just assaulting the set and climbing all not over it. Not the way we were taught to use the scaffolding. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> over and over and over They're, again. like, literally using the scaffolding to, like, build the yeah. set, essentially, which is yeah. really cool. Yeah. That was really neat. Yeah. They are making the most of every part. Oh, 100%. Set. I really appreciated. Um, I will say there were lots of shots where you could see like the tech mm-hmm. moving, like getting things ready for other things that were going to be happening. And I just really appreciated. It's like watching a really good pit crew. You yeah, know what I absolutely. mean? Like watching somebody be able to take all the fucking tires off a car and put new tires back mm-hmm. on in an un like godly little amount of time. Like you just mm-hmm. have an appreciation for the talent that goes into setting everything up, making sure that it's done in the fucking dark. Yes. Ready for the lights to come back on in 10 seconds. I was appreciative of that and appreciative of how, like you guys said, like they were making the scaffolding move, making pieces work to be other things. Lots of doubling up, tripling up of this is this and now it's that. Mm -hmm. I just really appreciated the um, economic yeah. Mm-hmm. You said the set. I thought it was really, really well done. And I think it was cool that they did the did Holiday on the bus because it calls back to the actual music video of Holiday. Where they're in the car. When they're in the car. Mm-hmm. Drive. Yeah. And like the car's stationary for that music mm-hmm. video, right? And the, the scene is moving around yeah, them. It's like, which is really cool because you yeah. kind of get that same thing with like the bridge movement yeah. that's going on with mm-hmm. the lighting design. Which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Yeah. I yeah. thought that was a really cool callback that they did. Um. So then, like, moving, moving right along. Yeah, let's move on. Um, then we're into Boulevard There's, like, dreams, one right? thing where he's, like, Tony's sleeping all the time. Uh, and I yeah. think what was going on there, <laughs> one <laughs> can knows? only say, we could, we is, no like, idea. since those two boys left because they were, like, disassociating with where they were in home mm-hmm. life and all of the things and, like, trying to find themselves, I think, like, the nightlife was still not what Tony was yeah like it still wasn't hitting for him yeah so where johnny's like getting excited about the nightlife and like Mm -hmm. he's kind of got this guy just sleeping with it like around him all Mm -hmm. of the time and he's Mm -hmm. still like feeling like 
not right about something. Something still is not hitting for him. Absolutely. And that's why he's like walking the road alone. Yes. Um, but it's then, very much like moving to New York and then all your friends are like, we love House of Yes. And you're like, I am <laughs> overstimulated and I'm having a panic attack. Please get yeah. me out of here. This is not, this is not for this me. This is not for me. <laughs> yeah. I actually hate House of Yes. So let me, let me go. <laughs> exactly. It's very much that. Yeah. yeah. When we were in Brooklyn last weekend, we somehow, I, this was unplanned. We ended up going down a street that House of Yes was on, oh, yeah. and they were having like full on street party DJs. Oh yeah, there was like DJs a street in a school bus, like happening. Mm-hmm. And I have never felt older. Like it was <laughs> truly like just put your head down, plow through the crowd, like because we were trying to get across the street. Right, we were trying course. to get to a different place, not intended to be there. And I'm like. <laughs> I have never hated people more than this morning. Get shut the fuck up and go away from me. You're so close and you're so loud. I was like, I I aged 10 years in that oh journey. Like just walking through the crowd of House of Yes turned me into a hideous hag. You were not on a lonely road. I was not. not. I was on a very crowded street and I hated it. I, my kingdom for a lonely road, honestly. That's the most New York bullshit I've ever heard. I specifically moved here to get away from the lonely road and now I crave them. That's <laughs> all I have Yeah. Um, oh so, end of Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Oh, also, he sees what's her name? Is what's her name? Time. Yeah. Like, the we see her for the, the first time in the window. window. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a beautiful vision. We love her. She is. Gorgeous, um, gorgeous. She squirrels. gives us a little a little singing sure. snack mm-hmm. at the end of it. And we're like, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be real good. Hello. <laughs> this um, is going to be good. This is going to be good. <laughs> and then that goes into, is it Favorite, Favorite Son? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where Tony, Which, um, Thinks he wants to go to war, but he really just wants to fuck men. Yeah. Yes. Um, also very funny that the song is just about Bush. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the song 100%. is 100%. George W. is the favorite Bush son. Yes. I Sorry, mean, Jeb. Have you seen Jeb? <laughs> Please We've clap. Seen Jeb. Please, Please clap. clap. Like, we get it. <laughs> Sorry, sometimes there's a reason there's a favorite. Yeah. Just, just saying. saying. But like, just saying. And like the whole idea like behind George W running yeah. was like, oh, he's gonna be great, just like his dad. Like, just like his dad. Yeah. Except for his dad was a one-term presidency. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad George W wasn't. Um, <laughs> we could have had it all. Mm. Yeah. I loved Favorite Son. I Oh yeah, it's this a good number. Was also the first one that I watched all the way through. So that could <laughs> have been a very part of fun, it. like musical number because you'd mm-hmm. have like the dancing girls and it's like Oh yeah. Yeah. It's super interactive. I just liked I liked the, it told the story really well. Again, yeah. I think Tunny's storyline is the most well-developed. Mm-hmm. And I think this is pr- proving that. Like, yeah. it looks, Absolutely. it feels really well done. I thought the transition mm-hmm. made sense. I got what they were trying to say. I right. got what they were like, this is the process he's yeah. going through. Mm-hmm. He's watching this. And, like. Late night TV. Yeah. 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 And also, that sort of in, indoctrination yeah. situation. I really liked the way that they juxtaposed, like, the the um like aesthetics of the two scenes because mm. like Tunney's mm-hmm. very much living in like that dirty grimy mm-hmm. like just sub- moved to New York just life. moved to New York <laughs> life hell like yeah. not not living like the glamour and then like the the girls who are dancing they look Fabulous. very glamorous mm-hmm. and like he mm-hmm. looks fucking amazing he's all sparkly and shit mm-hmm. like that I loved that juxtaposition because mm-hmm. it's like giving that idea of like oh that's this is gonna yeah. answer this is gonna answer my problems mm-hmm. right yeah. mm-hmm. it's aspirational for sure which I I just really 
I also loved his trans, the um, favorite son's transition. Isn't he? Sh- he's shirtless in mm-hmm. the beginning, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he's in his like very shiny version yes. of a uniform. It just, I really, really enjoyed that song. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I loved it top to bottom. I thought yeah. it uh, mm-hmm. checked all the boxes that it was trying to check. And I was very appreciative of it. I didn't think I, I don't think I knew that song. Is that? No, that's that one like one of the on, ones that yeah. was not. Yeah. For us. It, yeah. it was released in America on like Rock Against Bush. Okay. Love that. Um, volume two, I think. Sure. Um, <laughs> I think. Yeah. But like was not, it was a scrapped okay. song on the album gotcha. for, for like US release. Okay. Yeah. Because I wasn't familiar with it, but I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, and then that goes into Are We the Are Waiting, we the waiting? Which, which is, is... Tunny going off to war yeah. and Will just being like, what am I doing on this couch? But mm-hmm. I don't know what else to do on this couch. Right. I don't know what else to do outside of this couch. Kind yeah. of. Amongst kind of, Us hasn't like, had that moment. You ever been being... depressed on a couch, brother? Yeah. <laughs> this song's for you. The first two years of New York, I was depressed on a couch and I said, what else is there? <laughs> Nothing. I live in New York. Nothing else. First two New months of this year. <laughs> fucking the last 29 this year of years Lord, of my 2020, life. That's, it's still 2020, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. 100%. Fully depressed on the couch. The last uh, it's um, 29 years of my life. <laughs> now, to well, be there's fair. there's always the military. Oh, God. So true. <laughs> to be fair, you haven't been on the couch for all of those years. So. That's true. That's true. I was in marching band years. for at least four of those years. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Oh God! Is punk also a band geek, geek trope? Oh yes, us? absolutely. We are launching an investigation. We are getting to the bottom of that. Watch actually. this space. Watch this space. Check in with this pod. We will be providing updates on the band to pop punk to theater pipeline for sure. I do think that the similarities Beck is between band kids screaming and theater right kids. Now. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I do find band kids less annoying. Well, it's because they're constantly fucking, so they can't talk. Yeah. <laughs> They're so horny. <laughs> I don't. I mean, they look at phallic shaped like things that. all day. Literally, so. their mouth control—it's incredible. <laughs> What's not to love? Yeah, we're the best kissers on the planet. We got That's the umber sure. Oh, you were high a brass or low brass? Uh, saxophone. So I was oh, you get the reed. Mm-hmm. You're a brass yeah. adjacent. Yeah, it's close. <laughs> <laughs> but like. We had a more, this is so stupid. The saxophone has a tighter embouchure than a clarinet. Clarinet is very drawn like, yeah. out. Well, hey, I've got that double reed life. I'm oh, over here bassooning it up. So. Damn. Love that. Damn. Bassoon's hot. Bassoon's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tweet at us. What's the hottest What's instrument? The hottest if instrument? you don't say bassoon, you're dead to me. <laughs> Unfollow right now. We all know it's, we all know it's a euphonium. That's so true. French I don't even horn. know what that is. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can no, say wait, that's earlier. Melophone. Melophone's Melophone is French horn. Euphonium. Uh, French horn is just a French horn. Is this right? that where the U or a E? Wait. No, euphonium's like the bass version of a French horn, kind of. Yes. But it's like it's like almost mini tuba. Yeah, euphonium is mini tuna. Tuba. Mini tuna. tuna. Mini, mini tuna. tuna. Yes, I see um, now. Okay. Anyway, we've got shit to do. <laughs> An octave below the trumpet. Okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna read we gotta about get that to later. Some chaos. <laughs> oh my god! Now um, we get to the best song. Okay. Speak on it. Saint Jimmy. Okay. So. What what does Johnny say? He says some. He has a little bit of exposition right before mm-hmm. the start of Saint Jimmy. He's mm-hmm. like, "I need girls. I need that. Like, yeah, I'm not getting this. I'm not getting that." He does, yeah. Um, I'm not fucking. And, I'm not. 
I'm not fucking, I'm not sucking, I'm not drugging. Oh, yeah. Baby. So the Been answer, there. like, I'm bored. My life sucks. Yeah. Right. The answer is drugs. Yeah. Drugs. Well, that's true. That's just true. Are we still in the dare era of <laughs> at this point? Like, I mean, we're not far off from it is because that, yeah. certainly I people would have the dare. reference for yeah, it. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I did not complete dare. I failed dare, which is really funny. That's because I just didn't turn in my essay, and I was like <laughs> the least person to like yeah. ever do drugs at that point in my life. And the girl that did that was like valedictorian of dare Jesus ended Christ. up being pulled out of our class in tenth grade because she had of dare. drug paraphernalia, Ugh. and it was the sweetest moment of like. <laughs> is dare class? It was for us. Oh. We it just, was part of class. We, yeah, we just had like a program. But where there was like the a cops graduation. Came and said like, wow. Yeah. We did not have that. We, did we had not. a dare graduation and That's I did not graduate. Wild. And I was probably the best kid out of all of those stupid <laughs> Yeah, you didn't fuckers. even do drugs till like 25. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? She do still now. doesn't do drugs. We've never done drugs. We've never done drugs on this podcast. We've never done drugs. Never. Live on this podcast. Live on this podcast. Okay, Saint <laughs> Jimmy into Saint Jimmy. Yes, so fun coming oh God, through yeah. the door. One, two, three, four. Fucking oh, amazing. I yeah. love it. It's Smart. just like yeah, it gets you in the nads. It does. It really does. It's the chaos of it. Yeah, that's why I always liked Saint Jimmy because I I love the chaos. Of I mean, that song. it does make drugs look really fucking it glamorous. Really fucking does. He's got glitter coming out of his pockets. Yeah. I love it. God, I love that. Yeah. I I really like the Saint Jimmy character. I yeah. think it's and the actor's great. so sinewy. Mm. He's, he's a little man. little noodle man. Yeah, he is so tiny. He twig, is the hottest. Bones. He is the epitome of what hot was in two thousand seven. Like yes. among yeah. in this, he's your hot world. emo twink fantasy. Yeah, yeah he really absolutely. is. Age of the Twink before Age of the Twink existed. Yeah. 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 Hard Twink. Yeah. I'm a metrosexual, <laughs> if you will. But not even that because. No, because. No. Yeah. No. That was like, what, 2000? That was early 2010s. Early aughts. Yeah. Well, that's metrosexuals early aughts. Musicals aughts. happening Wait, is 2010. Really? Yeah. Metrosexual is like late. Oh, that was around. It's like early aughts. Because that was like. like the that original came on the queer scene eye. of like when. Uh, American Idol started. Yeah. And they're like, why is like, Ryan, Ryan Seacrest so fancy? Yeah. And they're like, he's not gay. He just washes his He just his washes hair. his <laughs> Is he face. why we have that term? Yes, essentially. <laughs> I kind of. He really yeah. puzzled the the yeah. conscious Dear of America. God. We just couldn't figure him out. What, what is, is his he? deal? What genitals does he like to lick? <laughs> <laughs> a question I ask myself every day when I see a person or dog. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, the answer is usually any. Any, all. yeah. <laughs> yes. All of the above. The answer is yes. Um, so, St. Jimmy oh is God. this really beautiful mm-hmm. vision. Old elf man. What Johnny would like to think of himself uh, as. Unfortunately, yeah. Meryl he has told us never. several times he's already a rat fa- He's only a rat faced boy. So. <laughs> he will never be St. Jimmy. <laughs> You'll never be glamour. You'll never be Tyler Durden. <laughs> um, which leads us into uh, Give, Give Me, me Novocaine, which is where <laughs> we see the war happening. Yes. We see. That song is just hot. I don't know. It I was going to say, so, you're, I know you're yeah. talking about the song because the scene in the show I wouldn't describe oh, as no, hot. Definitely and not. you've got Will on the couch yeah. being like, this sucks. I need something. 
And he, that man needs something to do on stage. Mm, he just God. he just needs to sit there and look hot. That's all I need from him. And he does a great <laughs> job. He does just sit there and look hot. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's I want just a little bit more. I'm really hoping I'm giving a lot of credence to our theory that things were happening things off were stage happening. that we were yeah. not off film um, that we weren't I, seeing. But I really did. When we did get bits of him dancing and stuff, I really loved the like little his isms that he was doing mm, mm-hmm. there's like one thing where he's like dancing and he's like doing this and oh like God. popping his leg out it's very like cutesy but like amazing <laughs> still somehow punk brilliant yeah. into it i don't know no notes no love notes it. <laughs> love it no notes for michael asper thank you okay thank you for being you um <laughs> thank you for being a friend um and then, uh, and then from last, there we go into Last of the American Girls. She's, she's a, rebel. a rebel. So what, I am. I know you don't like this mashup. Yeah, but it just speak like on it. Why? I love <clears throat> I love both of the songs. Yeah, and I think that like it just makes me upset that they took two really good songs and made them less good. Yeah, Thanks. I feel that. <laughs> I totally get that. Was there a reason for combining them, do you think? Are they, like, on their own very long songs? No. No. Not really. They're both pretty short. Yeah. And I think that, like, honestly, it was probably just an exposition thing. Mm. Like, Last of the American Girls and She's a Rebel in terms of characters could only go to What's-Her-Name. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it was just kind of like, all right, we don't need both of these songs. Honestly, I probably would (laughs) have just done she's a rebel and left that's the last of the american girls off yeah but like the first line of last of the american girls is kind of like she puts her makeup on and like the graffiti of the walls of the heartland Mm -hmm. so it's like okay like it kind of explains a little bit of like who she is she's like blasting herself with makeup and like doing the emo girl thing and like yeah but (laughs) she's a rebel's just like just use that song. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You're getting the same point across. Yeah. yeah. No reason to double You don't need up. both. Yeah. yeah. Choose. Um, exactly. And then they won't. It's it kind of. Okay. So that's a thing. Introduces her as like the love interest mm-hmm. officially. Right. We're boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. We're this now. Yeah. Um, And then that goes into Last Night on Earth mm. where he pressures her to shoot up. Yes. And we have this like. This is giving you rent before rent. <laughs> this is Roger's story before. Got it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Got fully it. that. Roger and his Roger girl and before his Mamie, like girl shooting before up Mamie, <laughs> shooting like, up together. This is the most beautiful. Yeah, it's hot. Shooting it's up hot that scene. I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. It's so pretty when they're like dancing on top <laughs> mm-hmm. of each other and like intertwining with the, hose. With the, the hose, rubber yeah which is like horrifying yeah. imagery oh yeah absolutely if you're like if you actually like sit back and Paying think about yeah. what they're doing with that mm-hmm. but like cool it's just cool really cool choreography depiction. and like yeah, yeah absolutely it's very beautiful mm-hmm. there's a lot of metaphor in the show which yeah. if it was one of the reasons why you really need to pay attention to it <laughs> really yeah do. really do you miss a lot i i Thought that was interesting. Got, like, Appreciated it. Two really hot bodies rolling around. Right then, so. true. We love a ride. So true. Yeah. yeah, it was good. It was um very uh, uh gravity. That song from mm-hmm. uh, yeah. so you think you can that that whole thing. It was like giving me modern dance. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. doing lyrical compositions. Yes, <laughs> it was and it's really... the early aughts, so lyrical is still mm-hmm. like kind mm-hmm. of new and yeah. sexy. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
it was really interesting that like Saint Jimmy and Will's girlfriend were the ones singing the song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there had like I think I'm 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 missing something there. Mm-hmm. Like why is she the one that's like singing and like I know she's got her own thing going on, but I'm not exactly sure what that was. Yeah. Off to the side. Yeah. Um. Was there anything going on with? Tunny at that point did we no like, he doesn't come back see? until um, I don't think that we could girl, see okay yeah. I think um like is he just, like maybe just off to the side in a hospital bed like oh, in the dark or something yeah he doesn't come back until um before the lobotomy and then extraordinary girl and then yeah, yeah before the lobotomy reprise mm-hmm. um but yeah I don't I think well this Wikipedia says that Heather is pledging her love to her newborn baby. Oh that, yeah, baby. That's why born. she's singing it. Yeah. 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 So I guess that's fair. Because that's, it's, that's her waitress she moment. Has baby. She this is this waitress. Is waitress waitress yeah. is happening in this musical. We have three separate Heather shows happening waitress. essentially. We have <laughs> We're waitress. It from the man's point of view. Yes, we have waitress from the man's point of view. We have rent. Like pre rent. prequel uh-huh. to rent, uh-huh. and then we have um the hurt locker. I don't know. <laughs> the musical the, the one musical. bit yes. from uh what is that from Hurt it's, from Hedwig. it's from Hedwig. it's from Hedwig. that's yeah. right when they did Hedwig at wig on broadway they used hurt locker the, hurt musical, locker, the musical set <laughs> that's right. it was a really great bit yeah that's right speaking of um the actress who played what's her name was in Hedwig. yeah she did a <laughs> stint she, yeah she's she's incredible six she's degrees awesome. of Hedwig. let's do it <laughs> oh my god we love a Hedwig. <gasps> i just Sorry, we didn't do our um, at the end of Titanic. We didn't do what Muppet would we save? Oh, all right, <laughs> from the Titanic. Yeah, we were gonna play. What Muppet would you give what up? Your Muppet seat would for? you give up your seat on the lifeboat too? <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't do it. And we didn't do it. Okay. Let's do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of the three boys would you? None. None. They can all drown. Only what's her name? <laughs> yeah. Only she gets. I'll save what's her name. Maybe Heather, character. if she can prove she's not a fucking. If she lunatic. still has a baby in her arms. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I did. I did really like. Uh, I might be skipping. When does she leave? Oh yeah, too too much too, too much soon. Yeah, too, it, I thought like right the, their the fight point. choreography was super cool and pretty. Yes. Yeah. Really liked yeah. it. Yes. They finally gave Michael Esper something to do, right? and he did it, and I appreciate like it was really great. I thought it was really. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed the cho- the choreography choreography there with all four of them. Yeah. I thought they yeah. all did a really incredible job. Um, the back and forth between them and the kind of like it's getting very physical. It's implied that it's getting very physical. And I thought the dancing to show that was mm-hmm. one, a really smart choice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't do when I say fight choreography, I don't mean it in the theatrical sense. Yeah. I mean, literal dance choreo that is supposed to Sweet imply fighting. fighting. Yes. And I thought that was exactly the right choice. Don't do actual fight, do ballet fight. Mm-hmm. Yes. It worked really well. Um, really, really, really liked it. I, I yeah. really that enjoyed that very scene. Beautiful moment. Yeah. yeah. Thought I, that thought that was really well done. I agree. A moment that worked. For sure. Um before the lobot- the before the lobotomy we kind of talked about, but that's um Tony like kind of coming to grips with back to we're yeah. like sort of coming he's to in, in a VA bed. hospital. Yeah. He's like, mm, my leg hurts. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have to come off. Yeah. yeah. You got the gangrene boy. Got the gangrene. Oh, God. 
Um, Ugh. Poor okay. Tommy. Can someone explain to me, please, yes. why they were flying around? I sort of missed he, the I think, I think it's supposed to be a dream, right? Yeah, it's uh, a dream sequence. Yeah. He's like in and out of like consciousness sure. because he's on, on drugs. The theme. Yeah, sure. Um, right, right. And I think he's just like seeing this nurse come in, take care of him in this like, but he's not really perceiving what's going on. So she's like, Taking care of him. She's this beautiful nymph mm-hmm. that he's like Guardian aware of, vibe. falling in love with. A really cool moment. Like yeah. watching oh, yeah, him absolutely. fly Listen, fuck Ariel. In the air. Yeah, Ariel Ballet, I'll take it every day and twice on yeah. Sundays for sure. I liked it. I just was it like, was just, it was a weird moment of like, why are you flying in the air right now? But I, did, <laughs> yeah. I, I did really <laughs> yeah. like it and enjoy it. Um, well, to be fair, they were competing against Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, so they needed to have something. <laughs> yeah. I was just trying to remember what year Pink did that at the Grammys. <laughs> it was the year of, uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe that year. Um, From there, it's... At the um, 2010 Grammys, just so you know. So very of the oh, time. Oh, yeah, it's of the time. Very of the time. Everyone's into aerial ballet right now. We really needed Keaton here, uh, the pink, the resident pink stand <laughs> for reasons oh that God. are incomprehensible to me. <laughs> um, uh, the Before the Lot of Me... Re- before the lobotomy reprise it's just mm-hmm. i think that's him coming out of the dream sequence and, realizing, and like realizing that she's yeah. his nurse she's taking care of him right and he's and he has no leg got the chop um okay and then um, we move into when it's time which mm-hmm. is johnny and what's her name again mm-hmm. but it's like kind of leading into johnny realizing that he loves heroin more than he loves her i don't All even i don't even think it's that he loves heroin more than he loves. I don't. Maybe it is. Maybe it is that. It's like because it's very um, much because it leads into know your enemy, which is like right. his psychotic break, essentially. Mm. Yes, I think because <coughs> when it's time is what they're going into. And that's when right. they're like on the bed. The She's bed. asleep, isn't she? She's asleep. Yeah. He sings his sweet little love song about how much he loves her and how mm. wonderful she is. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I think more so it's probably like. The drugs numb everything. Yeah. So that's a more enticing experience than like yeah. sex or whatever. Feeling and your like, emotions. Yeah. I yeah. Can, yeah. <laughs> who hasn't? Whomst amongst us? Yeah. We're not throwing stones here. <laughs> um, so <laughs> because know your enemy is the psychotic break, right? Where right. he like yeah. where, kind of comes at her with a knife. Yeah. Because like there's a whole point where like it's because Jimmy is on stage St. Jimmy is on stage with him and yeah. he's like fighting with St. Jimmy but then like also he has a knife against her throat and then mm-hmm. he puts it against his throat yeah like it's yeah like he doesn't really know what's yeah. what at this point it's like I, I think that's like it's the fight club moment where he's yeah losing his mind and finding out that Tyler Durden is him yeah <laughs> exactly he's actually been beating himself the entire time okay I did mm. want her I'm like this is a fantasy right <laughs> and then I was like yes it is confirmed <laughs> yeah. okay great yeah. mm-hmm. um and then we have and then that's 21 guns when she's like yes, hey beautiful bring the house down moment yes. like are you gonna be in this with me or <laughs> Like, it's kind of like almost her ultimatum, I think, yeah. moment no, of yeah, like, absolutely. drugs me, or me. Choose me. And you should pick me because yes. I'm her. worth fighting for and these drugs are not. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then, she was right. And then he writes the letter, which is like, mm, I don't want to give up drugs. Yeah. I'm leaving you Fair. for St. Jimmy. Because he's a because he's little a weasel face <laughs> rat boy. That's right. He's a little weasel don't face trust rat boy. Him. Don't um, trust him. But then we find out that St. Jimmy is actually a figment of his imagination. So I'm not the quite son. yet. Not yet. After 
Yeah, letter bomb. Letter bomb right after 21 Guns. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah Cause yeah, she yeah. screams that. Yeah. This song. Cause she screams this oh, song. Yeah. It's great. This song is my 11 o'clock number. <laughs> and it is the Amazing. 11 o'clock number it of is. the album. But what they do, this is why I get so mad. This is what, this is the anger part. Mm-hmm. They flip it with Wake Me Up When September Ends. Yeah, right. Because um, one Wake Me Up When September Ends was a single. Yes, mm-hmm. it was. And it gives the moment to the three boys. Mm-hmm. Right. But. Letterbomb fucking slaps and they gave oh, yeah. it to the right person. Exactly. Um, I was listening to it the other day and I was like, <coughs> I told Steve, I was like, you know, that thing that like boys our age used to do with like letting the like finger go limp and slap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanted to find. The dip pack and yes. movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> the dip pack and movement. Yeah. But they do it up in there and be like, yeah. oh, yeah. Woo. Yes. Uh, I wanted to find, I want to find an equivalent of that. Cause like when she screams in the song, uh huh. She was, you were dip packing. I was dip packing. I was (laughs) spiritually dip packing, (laughs) but I don't have like emotion to like. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, wow. it's the it's the like devil horns moment. Yeah, it's like oh, the, absolutely. It's we're the, rocking yeah. out. It's so <laughs> the song is so good, and they gave it, and like all the women are like, "I'm leaving you. This is dumb. Yeah, it's you really suck the, so bad." Yeah, this absolutely. Is, this is the for me the part of the musical where like everybody gets their good because yeah, yeah. yeah they're just desserts. The people that need to get out are getting out. Mm-hmm. You know, right. yeah. It is the like essentially the emotional climax. Yeah. yeah. You're right. It's the eleven o'clock number. That's good. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> but then here's wake me up when September, when September ends, ends, leading right into that where it's supposed to be. I'm I, assuming that's what they were going for was making that the eleven o'clock. Number. I think you're I think right. So, I think yeah. you're right. And to me, it could just because it's overplayed. It did not work for me. It, it, it I get either. what you're trying to do. Like it works in the sense that like it works lyric tonally. Like you're making it work, but the song mm-hmm. is just yeah. I don't. And it goes on so long it and it's so long plotting and like I respect like the song itself and in context, but I just felt like this point in the musical, I'm just kind of like, okay, you, we get it. Like, yeah, yeah I definitely feel like Le- Letter Bomb was a better, more engaging, like stronger, more emotionality. Yeah. This was just like fucking sad. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, there's no other emotion than just sad, but it's not even like a a grieving sad it's just like oh sad yeah <laughs> oh you're which is funny because this song is about grieving yes, it is yeah it's like a very sad so i rep i, I like re- respect the roots of the song yeah, i respect absolutely. like where this song comes from i just didn't feel like the song it wasn't worked. placed in the musical well yeah. yeah yeah it just felt really like modeling yeah yeah it should have been somewhere else yeah. I am also like extremely biased, I will say, because I think Letter Bomb is probably one of my favorite songs well, on yeah. the album. Oh, okay. Um and then once again, Wake Me Up When September Ends is extremely overplayed. Something mm-hmm. that was interesting yeah. on the documentary was kind of they took a moment to sit down and talk about what Wake Me Up When September Ends was meaning and how it resonated with the mm-hmm. people that were like making the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, Michael Mayer was like, this, you know, I mean, exactly hits how I feel in the post 9-11 era. Of course. Sure. <laughs> and, I mean, it kind of and became Billy Joel an was anthem just like, for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was like, 
yeah, it's about my dad dying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. that's all it yeah. is to me. <laughs> Which, great, you know, all it is to me. But it is this like really harrowing thing for him. Absolutely, because mm-hmm. this is also like he said this is the first time in his musical writing history that he ever got so in touch with his emotions to like yeah. actually write mm-hmm. something. Yeah, and he was like, I have. To I have I go back to that place every time I sing it and oh, yeah. sure. Absolutely. I ha- have to deal with that and like not get choked up and make it through the song somehow you yeah. Know, yeah that kind of thing yeah um but yeah it just it doesn't work it, yeah it doesn't work the there. musical for me I think yeah, yeah the I want that moment. That's the thing. Absolutely. Like I, we do need that moment yeah. where they come back together, where they're like kind of, you know, count their losses and like recoup. We need to like, yeah, but it's but just it like just, pieces. Yeah, exactly. Kind of. We need that moment. I just don't think that that's the right score for it. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I like that the moment happened. I'm yeah. glad that it happened. I just didn't care for the accompaniment, the music that was happening yeah, as it was I happening. That. Yeah. There so. could have been a better choice. Yeah. What about the graduation song? <laughs> Vitamin C? No, the um, time of your life. Time of your life. Which, <laughs> while while Billy was doing his run, <laughs> why did I think you meant vitamin C? Because vitamin C is a graduation song. Because the name of the song is graduation context song. Text clues, parents. <laughs> but I, I, but like, time of your life is the song that they always play at every oh, fucking 100%. graduation. No, yes. yeah. in context, you're correct. You, you were right. I'm stupid. It's all good. And when Billy Joe was doing his run, it would be lights down, and then mm-hmm. he would come out with a guitar and play it. Yeah. So whoever got to see the musical at that point in time got to have that moment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, after the show was over, it's kind of like, oh, uh, yeah, I, I read that on the Wikipedia that they would yeah. like play that after I curtain call. You read the time. Yeah. Interesting. Um, How fun. So cute. Okay. Homecoming. So this is a series of one, two, uh, three, four, five songs. Yeah, also, mm-hmm. But we also have the death of St. Jimmy right before that. No death of St. Jimmy is it's in that. In, oh yeah. Yes. That's the yes, kickoff. It's the start of. Homecoming. They're just calling that section Homecoming. homecoming, Mm -hmm. The Homecoming is like the overall, and then you have the five songs in the five minutes. We're wrapping it all up. So you've got Death of St. Jimmy, and that goes into East 12. East 12. 12. Yeah. Um, And that's kind of like, okay, go, go. Is that when he's in the office? Yeah, he's trying to like essentially pick his life back together and put his life back yeah. together and like yeah. I'm gonna get a corporate job and then he's like actually I fucking hate it here and it's like yeah I love yeah. the like hanging yourself with the time yes. <laughs> that he does it's real I um, think everyone has experienced that moment of fuck this I'm gonna go corporate and then you get there and, you're like, and then you're like this is terrible oh, <laughs> wow. I hate everything I um, hate corporate life yeah. <laughs> damn maybe someday I'll find maybe out maybe it's all bad <laughs> <laughs> don't think too hard on that um, time to send more emails uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. I love nobody likes you. I used to like that is this like a choral. Oh yeah, that runs just it's oh, brain constantly. It's brain background mm-hmm. music. Yeah, nobody like all the time. Just oh, yeah. in my daily life. And honestly, before this, if you, I probably could have told you what it was from if I'd really <laughs> thought about it. But yeah. I don't think that I would have yeah. put together that I got it from American Idiot. Like. Yeah. Except getting it with context again from here. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a Green Day song. <laughs> yeah. And that portion was written by Mike. Yes. And mm-hmm. he also performs it on the album. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Um, And I do like 
that that went to Will because yeah. he's like sitting alone. He's right. left all alone mm-hmm. um, by everybody at this yeah, point. Literally, yeah, literally, he's just song in for the them. suburbs. And then it's so like funny when it flips and goes <laughs> yeah. into um, rock and roll girlfriend. Girlfriend yes. is that the name of the yeah rock and roll girlfriend. Um, and they're just like taunting him. It's the skater uh, boy of it all. Yeah, it is skater yeah. boy for yeah. sure. Yeah. It is. It's yeah. Like, it's very funny. You know. Yeah. What's the, the result there? She found another yeah, man. Yeah. She essentially and found now, like yeah. a rock star he's, boyfriend. He's being cucked. Like, yeah, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? He's he's essentially watching what he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Happen. Happen with his girl <laughs> with mm-hmm. everything, and he's like, what? <sighs> yeah. And it's yeah. like, well. You didn't do anything. Right. That's the thing. It doesn't all just resolve magically at the end. Movies have lied to you. You have to actually do something in order to achieve resolution. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Which is why we're all in corporate jobs. Exactly. At America. (laughs) We thought we we were getting the Disney fantasy. I thought I was just going to be plucked off the street because I'm so extremely beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Surely someone will see me shopping the rats Are we of all H&M. the world? And that's why we hate this story. Yeah, <laughs> did we all get our girlfriends it. pregnant? Yeah. Um, um, I know sure. I did. I definitely can do times. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Then we're coming home again, which is Johnny, Tony, Will, and company. And they all meet again at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> that's where dirtbags hang. Oh, yeah. man. That is such... We haven't even gotten into this, but this is so like so suburbia. It oh is. yeah, absolutely. Eric Bogosian suburbia. Oh, a thousand percent. Uh, <laughs> just like meet at the Seven Eleven. Hanging yeah. out at the Seven Eleven. In Shorewood, it was the subway. Oh, the Seven Eleven was by the 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 like highway, so you couldn't really get to yeah, it. Yeah, I God. think for us, it was just like the parking lot at the high school. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, well, we hung out at the parking lot of the BP, mm. but then we just like. Drove back and forth to the grocery store at yeah. the other end of town. Oh, yeah. Hung out in that parking lot. Once we had once we had access to cars, we hung out mostly in the Walmart parking lot. Love that. We yeah. love a parking lot. Parking we lots. didn't have a Walmart in our town. So. <laughs> Producer Mitch, would you say that you your youth hangout was a steak and shake or also a parking lot? <laughs> what parking lots? You've never taken me to a parking lot and been like, oh, my memories. <laughs> <laughs> he has done that with a steak and shake, so it's not like... I do have a basis here. <laughs> He's not answering. It's just not going to engage here. <laughs> Amazing. We'll, uh, we can wait you out after the show. <laughs> yeah. After we wrap, we'll this. be totally silent. I'll leave dead air <laughs> until you speak. Tell me the parking lot. <laughs> okay. Um, and then we have what's her name. Johnny yeah. and company. That's when he's like, oh, no, I made a mistake. <laughs> I lost the love I of my life. I loved her, actually. Yeah. She was like a beautiful thing, and now she's gone, and I'll never understand it. And that's like part of the like wasted youth. Yeah, The dreams that mm-hmm. we could have had. and <clears throat> It's all about like the unattainability of your dreams, and maybe you should just give up and stop dreaming. Mm. <laughs> I don't think it's about that. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I think it's about mm, making the wrong choice. Making the wrong choices or something. I don't know. It's giving me the Northman vibes. I just watched I mean, that thing. Like- oh my God. Okay, go off. I do want to see that movie. <laughs> okay. Alexander Skarsgård is so fucking hot Yeah, in have that you movie. ever seen True Blood? When is he not hot? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the fair. true question. Uh, Ethan, Hawke, Ethan Hawke, also very hot. Nicole Kidman, also very hot. Yeah, Doing incredible hot, hot work. 
Wow. It's great. I couldn't What's recommend a, it more. Nicole Anya Taylor-Joy is in it too, isn't she? Um, it's long and it's beautiful. She looks great. Long, beautiful wigs. We love it. We yeah. love a long, long, beautiful, beautiful curly wig. wig. She's doing an insane Viking accent. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course. Isn't Anya Taylor-Joy in that as she well? Is. She is. She is. She is Alexander Skarsgård's love interest. She's got the biggest, dumbest eyes I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, just blank as hell. Oh, hello. It's incredible. You see her butt. So that's fun. If you're into butts. That's hot. You can see hers. Cool. We do love a butt. Yeah. But are there uh, any boy butts? There are. That's the butts we love. There should there have been. Is there some Alexander Scars butt guard butt? I think so, yes. <laughs> some oh There's God. definitely <laughs> the like, some Alexander Scars butt. <laughs> <laughs> There's implied penises. There should have been actual penises, but there weren't. Um, I'll there's take a an big naked battle right at the end. It's great. We love. Oh, Guys, go see I the North Man. It's fine. Let's wrap this up. We gotta go. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got shit to do. Um, <laughs> Willem Dafoe is in it. Come on, let's we go. do. We do. We, we do. Before yes, we do wrap in things. We do need to talk about the Saint Jimmy of it all and yeah. the incredible people that went on to play Saint Jimmy. Okay, okay. let's, um, yeah, let's do a rundown. Well, Billy Joe did a run as Saint Jimmy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Great, incredible. We love it. If you can see any footage of that, highly recommend. It's okay. very fun. It's it's watching him do Saint Jimmy yeah, on of course. stage at a Cute. concert. It's yeah. wonderful. I wish there was footage. I can't find any of Melissa Etheridge's Saint Jimmy. I cannot believe I can't believe she that was in she it. was in it, but it makes so much fun. We gotta sense. get on Reddit. We gotta get on it. We gotta <laughs> the we people gotta find shit on Reddit. Yeah. The people on Reddit will um, have it. I need I need reviews. I need yeah. Yes. I I need Anything. to see her do it. I need to see her do it. People who listen to this pod, if you know. Please tweet <laughs> okay, at. Wait, my dear good friend is very, is weirdly family friends with Melissa Etheridge now. My freshman year roommate in college is now family friends with Melissa Etheridge. So um, let me get back to you on that. <laughs> please and thank you. Oh, my God. Oh, I forgot. Wow. Thank you for reminding me. Wait. So does the show end on what's her name? It does, yeah, right? it does. It's the last song. And it's a very, I mean, it's the last song weird of the choice. album. But it yeah. is also a weird little last song. Yeah, it is. Yeah. A, it, it, it hits wrong. Yeah. It's not like, it's not your it typical. Peter's out Yeah. It's, well, yeah, because you would expect something. If there was a moment to swap it, maybe swap what's her name with Homecoming. Yeah, absolutely. If you need what's her name in there. My love is lost. Okay, I'm going home now. Yeah. Um, it yeah. still works. I, yeah, it's a, it's and that's. Broadway rewrites. Here we go. That's part of my, one of the things of like, you can tell that they were just really trying to mimic the structure of the Broadway musical. And it just doesn't work because they're putting like everything one-to-one essentially. Mm-hmm. 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 And it's like, yeah, what's her name is like not a great End. show yeah. ender. It's not a showstopper. No. It's just not. No. But that's all right. The end of Homecoming would have been yeah, that would have been great, wonderful because you have like the <laughs> the end of it in the different variations, and you have nobody likes you coming back in, right? And you have all these little pieces <clears throat> that were throughout yeah. the mm-hmm. album, kind of yeah, sprinkled in mm-hmm. right at the end, and then it's done. <laughs> it would have been perfect. There is dramatic and lights down. Exactly. There is dramatic and lights down. The perfect end to all shows. Thank you. Okay, any last it. thoughts about the show as a whole? Anything we missed that you really want to talk about? I don't think so. Um, Stephanie, man and share this for us. Why do you love this? Do you love it? Do you love it? <laughs> I think I'm lukewarm on the show. I would okay. have liked to have seen it. And I do think that I would like to... I'm very intrigued at this idea of a revival of it. Yeah, I think a revival like, would be mass cool. mass media the way it is today. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it it was fine. I do think as a cast recording pass, mm-hmm. um, I enjoyed watching the bootleg and I yeah. would have really liked to have been able to see it in person. Um, yeah. Thanks for ruining my life, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Dad? We've really come a long way from the beginning, where he like introduced you to all this. Music. I know, <laughs> like foundational <laughs> love of this. Yeah, thanks no. a lot. No, My mom was... lent it to me, fucking bitch. Yeah, that's <laughs> real. That's that real moment. moment. <laughs> <laughs> he did everything good for me except for this one Nothing, little thing, which I will resent now... forever. forever. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm still like a little medium on John Gallagher. Yeah, I feel that. Michael Esper does me wrong. Mm. Um, Stark Sands, mm. beautiful, beautiful. Stark Sands, beautiful, beautiful man. Rebecca Naomi Jones is my queen. Icon. She is so great. We Star love her. Stars. A sweet um, kiss. If I was going to listen to anything off of the cast recording, it would be something that she sings. Yeah. Probably Letter Brom. Yeah. Absolutely. Potentially 21 Guns. And then, yeah, otherwise it's just... It's just Green Day for me, baby. Yeah, yeah just listen to Green Day. Just listen, yeah. to, listen to and Green Day at this point. I do, and I shall. <laughs> and she yeah. does, and, and she will. And I will continue, continue to. to. You <laughs> cannot stop her. Absolutely. Connor, um, man, and share yeah. this for us. Yeah, I feel the same way. I've, uh, Like I said, I have like issues with like the story and that kind of thing. Um, but, I mean, it's a jukebox musical mm-hmm. at a certain point. It's like, why are you really asking for yeah. story and character? Yeah. Let go and let go. Yeah, it's the jukebox principle. All you can do is stand in front of it and ask it to bop. And mm-hmm. I do think that this jukebox musical bops. Okay, yeah. all so right. So I will say that. Um, I do, it is kind of fun to listen to Green Day songs with like Broadway harmonies and that kind of thing. That's a good time. Um, but at the end of the day, I am just going to listen to the album American yeah. Idiot. Yeah. Um, and not probably revisit this all that much. Fair enough. Meryl, Men Um, yeah, same. I I'll just listen to American Idiot. Yeah. Uh the Will you? album. Yeah, I might actually I might actually go back and re-listen to it because I was like, okay, I actually do like this. Um, yeah, it's totally fine. It was a totally mm-hmm. fine watch. I'd be super interested in the documentary um about oh, yeah, it, about the making that. of it. I really <clears throat> wish I'm sure that we have a recorded version of this living. Broadway BroadwayHD.com, please put it on your... Um, it's on Amazon, actually, right? The documentary? The documentary is on Amazon, but I think that they... I kind of, like, reddited it a little bit, uh-huh. um, and... I love that. <laughs> and um, I don't think there is enough full footage of American Idiot to make it a thing. Interesting. Um, because they had talked about eventually wanting to make it a movie mm-hmm. and yeah. kind of doing like the Hamilton yeah. thing that eventually happened. But I don't <clears> think <throat> that they got it. I don't know. There might be like one that you can. Surely I, I, read, I was just reading on the Wikipedia that Billy Joe Armstrong, like they had been in talks to develop a musical or like a movie yeah, adaptation, which were eventually scrapped. They, yeah. And like they announced in 2020, that it was like just not happening at all. Yeah. Um, cause there was like, they kept pushing it back and then he was like, yeah, it's just never going to happen. Don't do it. You yeah. might be able to like go to Lincoln, the I Lincoln Center library. I can't use my one precious life to go watch American Idiot <laughs> at Lincoln Center. That would so be the sorry. only thing. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's enough to make it a, like kind of what they did with Hamilton yeah, with and Hamilton. make it like a staged movie. Mm, they don't yeah. have enough footage of that to do that. That makes sense. That was something that I did 
read. Got it. Um, Got it. But anyway, sorry yeah. for no. You're good. No, I I just what I'm saying is BroadwayHD.com. Please, Please sponsor sponsor us. us and put this whole fucking show up there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, no, it was it's a no for me. I'm not gonna watch it again probably. Uh, but I will listen to the album. Yeah. Not the cast album. But it's fine. Like, if you're into it, if you're into American Idiot, if you're yeah. into Green Day and you haven't listened to this for some fucking crazy reason, <laughs> people believe. Check it out. Like, people believe. Yeah, yes, go for it. Um, mm, I still say pass on it and just listen, just listen to, to the, the album. Yeah. It's a concept album. There's already a concept. There listen to the concept. album. Yeah. I did say, I did say to Friend of the Pod back that this is 100% our generation's, like, Bad Out of Hell the musical. Yeah. And I cannot wait for this show to be revived when we're in our 40s and 50s. Yeah, and go, and to, go to fucking church. <laughs> that will be us, baby. I will be screaming and crying in the city center. Don't yeah. fucking test screaming, me. Screaming, crying, and shitting, you know, throwing all up. all the uh, religion that, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, you've got the Jesus suburbia, yeah, St. Jimmy Jesus Cross suburbia. It's choreography. It's, we can do it. We can do it right along with him. It's going to be yeah, hot. It's we'll gonna know be, all the moves. It's going to be real hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stephanie, anything to plug? Oh, I kind of yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, do it. Um, so I am costume coordinating <gasps> for Barefoot Shakespeare's production of King Lear that's coming um in the first couple weekends of June. Hell yeah! Um, in New York, in New York, mm-hmm. uh, in Central Park. Okay, at Love. Summit Rock, which is the same entrance for the Delacourt, but when you go in, you go hard left instead okay. of going right. Okay, um, cool. But yeah, um, we had our first little um, read through today. Love it. And I was actually kind of impressed. And like, <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, because I was like going into this low budget, like essentially no budget like, <laughs> yeah, production right. of King Lear. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, okay. Could, could have really like, gone sideways, but it was yeah, good. Yeah. Good too. Love I'm into that. it. So we'll, we'll put that I info in, actually, the, yeah, in yeah. the bio. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send along the yeah. um, things. But yeah. Cool. And that's awesome. what I've been working on. Love it. Yes. Con, anything for you? Uh, as usual, you can follow me across all platforms at SerialH12 on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. You can find any of my funny writing at The Onion or any funny videos there. Meryl, how about you? Nothing for me, but you can follow this podcast across all platforms at Bits Over B-Way. You can email us, bitsoverbway at gmail.com. We are on Patreon, patreon.com slash bitsoverbway. We are wherever you find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify. If we are not in your preferred podcast player, please let us know and we will get there. Did you hear all those peas didn't pop a one? Not a one. Someone Nary give a me one. an award. Okay. Um, You're going to get the mic award at the Anthony's this <laughs> thank year. Thank you. Finally. <laughs> my dreams achieved. That's all I have, I think. Bye. I was watching the choreo and I could hear the choreographer in my mind say, you guys don't have to be on beat. <laughs> It's like, yeah, just like, you can be a little lazy with it.